This is another Trucking Radio 24-7 podcast in association with New Zealand Trucking Magazine. Trucking Radio 24-7, time now for the moot where three passionate truckies talk trucks. Well, here we are back for our monthly ramble on uh, the Keep On Moving podcast slash um, Trucking Radio 24-7, however you're listening to it, however you want to tune in. And uh, I've got the uh, good editor of New Zealand Trucking Magazine with me uh, in the office in Thames. I'm Dave McCoy, editorial director. I suppose i better tell you that. You'll all know that, I would imagine, just that melodious droning voice that you're all so used to by now. But it's a special, it's a special edition of... The podcast because oh say can you see what's because Captain K is in the US of A and he's very excited. Captain K, you're coming in live from uh, loud and clear, loud and clear. Receiving, <laughs> receiving over. Can, can you recite the US national anthem for us quickly, Captain K? Um, in Mexican, yes. <laughs> Have you have you met Donald? Um, Duck. Yeah, no, we didn't get that. Oh. We haven't been down a home yet. No. Have you met yeah. Joe? Have you met Joe? <laughs> I don't think he meets himself every day. I believe. I think so. That's right. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. He meets. <laughs> have you met any aliens? Any aliens? Uh, Again, well, only Mexicans. Just, just, illegal, yeah, just, just illegal ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw, actually, I saw a bumper sticker the other day. It said, um, you know, uh, there was a picture of an alien and it, 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 it was this little speech bubble out of his out of his scone saying, um, I don't believe in humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> what about Elon? Have you met Elon? <laughs> well, I tell you what, we've come to the conclusion that he's shipping all his cars overseas because none of them exist on the roads over here in the US of A. Is that oh, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> we saw one tonight, but I expected to be driving down the road in a sea or a plethora of Teslas, you know, yeah. sort of zooming and zipping around us and that. And um, no, no, I must admit, I'm quite surprised. I think they all reside in Ponsonby in Auckland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Fight. So you'd have, <laughs> you'd have more chance of seeing a, a, a hydrogen a fuel cell Kenworth at Long Beach in California or a uh, electric Cascadia <laughs> in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, well, the first, uh, I, I, well, yeah, fair to say the first EVs we saw were actually when we were up the um, uh, Snoqualmie Pass um, I-90 out from Seattle heading, you know, uh, heading east. Um, and uh, we are up there sort of photos and videos and so on. And the next thing we heard is sort of a bit of a whirring sort of a sound coming down the blooming uh, off-ramp of the uh, interchange that we were sort of perched upon and um, yeah there was a couple of um, EV Kenworths that were out doing a bit of a just tracked unit only they'd obviously come out of the uh, Renton plant doing a bit of a road test and that mm. and they, they were the first EVs that I saw so um, how about that that was a bit of a Listen but to yeah, them. No, Listen yeah. to them name dropping the road network <laughs> like it's hey, like it's the Tidio Curse. Oh, we're just out on the old Fuzz Wangler Paris on I ninety there. Out where Bob and out where Bob and Betty Lou live. <laughs> well, actually, uh, no. That, well, that's where we met uh, Randy Roth from Minnesota. What a man, Randy! If you're listening to this, mate, uh, we, I hope our paths cross again, man. You're 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 a legend, an absolute legend. So what's so, uh, uh, what what's all Randy Ross? What's he? What's his? What's his claim to fame? Why is he a legend? Please, oh, please look, clarify that. What, 
Well, he's um, he's uh, gets around in a Peterbilt uh, three eight nine um, that was um, uh, glider kit, uh, one of the last ones that ever hit the road, apparently. Um, and uh, so it's running, you know, C fifteen six NZ, and uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those. Um, he's just one of those guys that has been there, done it, and done everything, and just but. In the nicest possible way, you know, he just genuine, but so inquisitive about New Zealand as well. Um, but one of those guys that just, uh, yeah, yeah, he was uh, just just legendary. Just every story and the way they were were regaled. Um, some of them I can't probably repeat on here. But, uh, well, <laughs> Is I've, he? I've got I've got quite a few written down that um, we will actually, um, you know, uh, we'll pro- I, I, I vowed declared that I'd do a JTA for him and uh, got his photograph and everything like that. So, awesome. I'll, um, yeah, yeah, we'll put that will be for a uh, future edition of uh, JTA um, and an upcoming issue, I would say. So, watch out mm. for that. If you see the Randy Roth uh, JTA, you want to read it. <laughs> so, was all, so, was he low riding in his big 389? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he actually, um, he had a he had a good, uh, well, moose bar, I suppose you'd call it over here. And only two weeks earlier, it had saved him from probably about thirty thousand dollars worth of damage when he hit one square on right Ooh. in the centre of it. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, but um, no, he's yeah, he's um, uh, started out at sixteen years of age and a. Um, uh, K model Kenworth with his dad. His dad was driving, uh, full time driver, and so you know, over the road, Lion Hall, if you want to call it. It's over the road over here, they call it. But uh, the bottom line is, is that he, at 16 years of age, was behind the wheel while his dad was in the sleeper in the bunk having a, having a snooze. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's going to say, he was 16 years old, he wasn't riding with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was gear jamming, mate. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but his, I've got a photograph of his first truck that he, um, that he it, you know, it was a K model as well for the same company. And um, you just look at it and you just go, holy smoke, man, just that, a real cool era of trucking, you know, that, um, uh, that we all looked at from afar, you know, through Overdrive magazine and, you know, moving on and smoking the band and that. And you just, and that just, yeah, real cool. Yeah. yeah. I love it so, when you're over there talking to the talking to the crew over there, like you're cruising around like you are, meeting them at truck stops and things like that. And you ask them about, like, where they cover, where they, uh, like, I remember meeting Fred McDaniels in Utah and he, while he was cleaning his truck, and you get, and you say to them, oh, you're like, where do you go? You know, where do you go? Where, you know, that sort of thing, and they just go lower forty eight. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty, that's yeah. awesome, eh? Doesn't well, work in New Zealand, well, eh? Because we got north and south. I was North, like, you know, yeah. where do you go? Yeah. The lower one. Yeah, lower yeah. one. The lower yeah. half. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, the thing is, on that note, we um, came. That was another chip today. Um, uh, well, K one hundred. Uh, 95 k100 with a series 60 in it 2.2 million miles on the clock and again he goes he goes everywhere and that he's been all 48 and that thing and um, um, you know it was not a pretty truck at all it was a, just a real animal that um, what was an animal oh, that's, in the nicest possible way it was just it was it was just a truck that was just doing its job it was just um, it, I'm not. Don't. It's not derogatory or anything like that. It's not like a pig. It was absolutely just a work truck, and but well maintained. Um, and uh, he said, "Yeah, I got three of them." And he said, "Yeah." He said, "I've got no note on this." He says, "Every month's a you know every month's a winner." He said, "If there's, you know, I can afford to bounce here and there to pick up the best loads." He says, "I don't have to have 
a high paying load or wait for a high paying load, you know, to be able to go to the next destination and so forth. If it's slightly lower paying to get across to a, a juicy one, he says, well, even if I've got a bolt, you know, sort of run empty, he said, um, he said, it doesn't matter, you know, because the, the truck's paid for, man. He says, <laughs> he said, oh, I haven't got the big note over my head every month. And, you know, and that's the thing that, um, as I said just before, you know, there's a lot of um, really nicely restored, um, you know, Pete's, K-Dubs, you know, that sort of thing that are, you look at them and you say, crikey, that's 30-odd years old. You know it is, you know. It's through, uh, you know, sort of early 379s and that sort of carry on. And, um, yeah, so that's, you know, something that, I don't know, there's, I don't know whether you guys have noticed it, but there is a lot of trucks that seem to change hands quite early in New Zealand. In oh, my eyes. Mm-hmm. I look yeah, at them oh, and I think, you know, I just think, why well, you bought that thing, you probably only just paid it off. You just got to the point where, shit, you're going to make some real money out of this thing now because you've just got maintenance and your running cost, and then you go and sell it and you go grab a new one. To the next <laughs> it's one. Like, well, it's like, oh, I don't know. You know, I think there's something to be said for, you know, um, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, longevity. Um, that, you know, a lot of the trucks now, they, um, okay, certain trucks we know, um, they're, they are a eight, you know, sort of seven or eight year or a four year, you know, they're, out, you know, they're built for that and some of the jobs that they get uh, tasked with to know that as well. But the uh, the thing is, is that, yeah, these guys over here, some of these trucks, 30, 40 years old and they're out there and they're still going for it, man, hard out, day in, day out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and, and it, that's a, I mean, two comments on that monologue that you've just given us that, is one is that we've talked about that before and like when you built me that little uh freightliner hay truck you know and i said no i don't mm. want it, i don't want it looking really cool i want it like you see mm. them over there where you, the guy is mm. a is a is a like a, a first class operator like they're as straight mm. as a die there's not a bent bumper mm. on them but that they're not they're not wheel polishers or cleaners you know the truck is well, well, the, they've yep. got a clean windscreen and clean rear vision mirrors and the rest of it yep. they don't care yeah and um, well, that was and it, that was straight, the truck is straight as a die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. was that K100 today. I got a photograph of it. So again, we'll get that in the magazine. Um, he was in a bit of a that boy was in a bit of a you know a bit of a hurry. He had to get down the road and pick up the next load and so forth. But um, we grabbed some photographs while we we're there, and you'll see then you know there it's um, yeah, yeah exactly what exactly what you just said. Cool exactly trucks. what you just said, and that and that and that, uh, that old truck thing, you know that you know that's there. You're right. It's such a New Ze- well, I think it, like it seems to be like a New Zealand slash I don't know slash. Y- you don't see the active old truck anywhere else like you do in North America, and yeah. and Australia. Yeah. Australia's the same. You know, like mm-hmm. when we were over there last month, and we said to. Um, Phil Smith and Cloncurry, you know, about, oh, we saw this Max Superliner come out of Cloncurry heading for Queensland with a triple. I like, had a triple on it. Max, Mark yep. 1 Max Superliner, which for us, yep. that yep. I mean, that that's an old truck for us. Yeah. You know, yeah, and he well, said, oh, yeah, that's old. Oh, I can't remember what he said his name was, Blinky Bill or something. I can't remember. You know, and he said, you know, oh, he bought that brand new. It was a tin bonnet Flintstone Mac, brand new, and it's been a, <laughs> it's been, it's been an R model. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> And it's yeah. been a super liner, and it's been like he said, loves yeah. it. He said he can eat off the floor inside of it. Like he said, it's absolutely immaculate. Yeah. He said Brilliant. he'll retire the day that he pulls the park brake for the last time. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and yeah, it's just <laughs> you don't see the cool old truck thing 
anywhere else mm. like you do in South uh, North America and 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 um, Australia. Mm. You know? mm. Yeah, I mean the thing is, like you know, like you're just saying. I mean, we've um, you know when you talk like Flintstone, Max, and that sort of thing. I mean, far out. You know, those were on the front cover of Truck and Life when I was like eight, nine years of age, sort of thing. So we're, you know, you're, you're heading for them in five decades ago. Yeah, you know? and it just and there it is, still there, going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you just think how much that. That truck has made some serious coin for him. And, you know, I mean, having the latest and greatest, it costs serious money. And the thing is, is that, you know, there's a lot to be said for having, uh, yeah, yeah, something really cool, but something that's paid off. And, yeah. and particularly in this day and age, in this financial climate, I think having, a, having something that's in the yard that uh, doesn't have a note over its head, um, yeah, I think there's some real merit in it, and and that's as I said, it's been prolific. It's not just one or two. You see it everywhere. There is a heap of old, really cool, old school stuff getting round. Um, you know, um, again, Van Dykes today, um, their fleet. You start talking to them about, you know, sort of um, some of the trucks in there and the mileages on them and. And you're just like, wow, you know. And they've got the workshop there, and they go in there, and they, they'll they'll pull them down and put them back together again, and off they go again. And um, actually, pretty cool. They've, um, uh, as you know, we're very fortunate. We've managed to get into the Denton um, Peterbilt factory in a week or so's time thereabouts with Mr. Tanner. Um, but uh, uh, Brad Van Dyke today, while we were chatting to him, told him what was going on and that we were heading in that direction. He says, oh, mate, he says, you might see our uh, our very last 389 getting built down there. He said, it'll be about that timing. He says, you know, keep an eye out for a green truck going down the line. So, um, yeah. Um, tell me, yeah. tell me, tell me that mm. you said, yes, no trouble, I'll wait and deliver it. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> oh, mate. Okay. Oh, right um, on the spot, yeah. co- coolest truck of the week and a half so far, with mm. a week and a half to go. Coolest truck of the first week and a half in five seconds of th- thought time or less. Five seconds. It's a W900 that was parked at GC's truck stop in um, uh, Washington State, there. Uh, black, um, 63 inch flat top sleeper. Stretched out frame rails, uh, red chassis, um, black. Um, it had Peterbilt 359 air intakes on it. And it was just little things like that that the guy, he had a real eye for detail. I went all over it and I was just, yeah, absolutely gobsmacked. Flat decking, um, load of steel on its back. Um, and just, yeah, that, that one just stands out for me. I mean, you see standout trucks left, right and centre, but it was just... Having the opportunity to look over that one, yeah, pretty damn cool. We've got some great photos of it, so somehow we'll um, – I think what we'll do is yeah, maybe we'll uh, pop a image or two up of uh, that one on Facebook or something, eh? Yeah, yeah Let sure. The punch, have a look at it. Yeah. So my my question, similar but different, is what's, what's the most interesting truck or big rig that you've seen over there? And second to that, which one that you've seen in your, in your week and a bit so far – would you bring home with you if you could? 
Oh, most interesting. It's actually, uh, we just saw, saw it uh, Sunday. Um, we popped in, the, as you know, the, the main reason we're here is um, to catch the Brooks um, Classic Truck Show, uh, which is the Pacific Northwest Truck Museum. Um, Brooks is just, um, just out of Salem um, in Oregon here. Um, and uh, anyway, in their collection, in their keep, they have a Murty. Now, the Murty the, um, was built locally um, by two brothers, um, the Murty brothers. <laughs> I was really, just going to say, yeah, yeah, Bob yeah, and Bill the Murty. Is, no, the Murtys, the Murtys. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, they, they um, really, yeah, odd, oddball story, but really intriguing story. Um, the, it's, um, uh, they were really just... Um, uh, they were—you they, nearly call them introverts. They were very, very recluse, kept to themselves. They never married. They lived together in the family home for their entire lives. Um, they had an engineering workshop where they built, hand-built. They—I think they, if I remember right, now, I'll get the number right to uh, this when we go back there this weekend. But I think they built fourteen of these things. Mm-hmm. It was a six before. Um, and it was like had um, it was stretch frame rail sort of thing, but it was a cab beside engine sort of thing. The Kenworth did them as well, but what the Murtys did differently is they actually lay a Cummins on its side underneath the chassis rails with a um, with an Allison Allison automatic in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we've got some photos of that as well and everything. But that truck, um, so it was um, for doing. Uh, sort of long lengths of pipe and or timber deliveries and things like that. So it was a real narrow cab beside engine sort of attitude. But um, yeah, turbocharger hanging off the out the side, you know, sort of like right there in plain view. It, it really intriguing truck, you know. But there was so much um, in it that uh, innovation and design and then. But here's the here's the kicker. I was I made mention that they were inventors and they were absolute you know, engineers that just defied you know engineering at the time and everything like that. But their claim to fame that um, Bendix wouldn't want you to know about, but they had the patent on the spring brake. They the, the, the every truck that we have today that has the bloody typical air brake spring brakes on it, the Murty brothers devised that mechanism and they held the patent on it and sold it to Bendix. Jesus. Far out. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. it. So there you go. I mean, it's just, um, it was, but the truck, um, they've, what they've, what the, um, the team have done is they've completely restored it and it's absolutely immaculately restored, but completely unpainted. It's like a primer and the nuts and bolts are all still bare. It's like it's ready for painting, but mm-hmm. they're not, they're not going to because they want to show how the thing was built and engineered. And, uh, so that, that was, um, yeah, uh, you know, that that was something pretty blimmin' unique and just, we just, yeah, the more you looked at it, the more inquisitive you sort of got and the more, um, yeah, you sort of saw how they went about it and made it all fit and work and, go, you know, and actually do the job that it was designed to do. Gav's having a big music so, yeah. up on Google now yeah, while you're talking. Having a big Google and a big look at that. Oh, that, you're doing a big Google on the Murtys? Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. That yeah, is interesting. Jesus. Yeah. So, so what was uh, the no, second half of your question? That's the uh, unique yeah, the, oddball which thing. One I, which one would I put in my carry-on luggage and bring home? Yeah, so far, because I'm sure that'll change yeah, by so next far. week. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, no. I've, I, I, I've got to be honest. There's one that is standout for me that I would just, oh, if I, if they could throw me the keys and just even just take it down the bloody old I five, you know, hundred miles and turn around and bring it back again. Um, it's sitting in the museum. Um, it's part of the collection there, and it's the um, Hawk Oil Company. Um, they had oh, a yeah, w- yeah, model. chocolate yeah, W model. Yeah, that mm-hmm. chocolate W model, the A model. Oh my goodness, that thing absolutely just has an aura about it that it looks like it's just rolled in from, you know, like it's sitting there from yesterday's, uh, you know, sort of um, Run down deliveries the and, it's, and, it's, and it's ready to go out again. You know, it's just, it is turnkey ready. It's just sitting there and it's um, it's got a stance all of its own and it's just, yeah, it's um, something pretty special. It's just, as I said, there's, there's trucks that you just look at that just, I don't know, they just have something about them. An aura mm. is probably the best way to describe it, and this thing does. It just, you just can't stop looking at it because you just, you you can just about hear it telling you its bloody stories, you know, where it's been and what it's done. Pretty well, cool. Almost, but it's a, almost a shame it's locked up in a museum. It is. It absolutely is, to be really honest. It's, you just about want to see. But as I said, it's, it, is in no way restored. It is absolutely original. Exactly what you were just talking about before, Dave, about you know the fact that it's been so. It's just been well looked after, well loved. It's been washed. It's been cleaned. It's been maintained as it, through its working life. And like it's that that point now where the um, sign writing on the door, you know, was all beautifully brushed and everything back in the day. And you know how that paint eventually sort of starts to wear through and get that faded look and that's it and you sort of see the brush strokes and that it's all that sort of patina or that you know that um yeah that's all coming through now and it's showing in its age but uh it's still beautifully all there there's um uh yeah a big mural on the back of it of a big hawk sort of uh Mm. spread wings and everything looking back talons out and that sort of thing and yeah, so no, that's a pretty cool truck. That's uh, so yeah, we'll we better pop some pictures of that one up on Facebook as well, I reckon. But um, so have you yeah. seen? Have you, have you got? Have you seen? You reckon you've seen a truck doing hundred miles an hour yet? Have you seen a hundred mile an hour yet? Uh, uh, yeah, not. There's, You're probably there's in, been a couple of too too densely. The, yeah, when you get down prob- south into, into Texas, you'll probably... Yeah, well, that's, that's where I reckon we'll start seeing that sort of carry on. But the, the bottom line is is that uh, the past week, we probably timed it a little bit. We should have probably had a look at the calendar a little bit more because we've we caught the tail end of their summer break, their summer holidays. Right. And um, up Snoqualmie when we passed, um, that, that was just chocker full of blooming just... RVs and camper vans and blooming, you got no idea. Everyone's got a fifth wheeler over here with a bloody big three axle. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like, I could, you know, I was saying to, I was saying to Michael, I was saying, geez, man, I said, I can hear the, I can hear the mother and the blooming um, in the car now, you know, sort of talking to the kids, you know, sort of, there you go, Billy Bob and Maggie Sue, you know, you've been out, we've taken you, we've shown you the nature, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they're, and they're great big bloody Ford, Ford juiced up blooming Chevy with a great big bloody three axle, you know, pop out blooming uh, fifth wheeler RV hanging off the back end of it, and then a, a trailer off the back of that with the blooming with the, the boat, boat and the yeah. all and running the, on biofuel, the, the of course. Oh, that's exactly. <laughs> it. It's like we're going out to the nature, <laughs> and you're like, 
shit, that's uh, right. He's actually going to be he's going to be unbearable for the first two months that he comes home, isn't he? Really? Oh uh, yeah, probably. Oh, you'll ring him up and you'll say you'll say, "Oh, Captain K, what are you, where are you tomorrow? I'm I'm going on I five to the Hawks <laughs> Bay." And I'm like, "Oh God, do you want me to get you some lunch? No, no, I got a note hanging over my head. I can't afford lunch today." So it's like, oh, okay, so you don't want lunch then. You've got a note hanging over your head. Right, okay, cool. Did I, but hey, hang on, did I say I was coming, did I say I was coming back? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well, yeah. well, no, there you go. If you do, I've lost 150 bucks to, to Mochuaka. <laughs> what if I stay no. here? Or yeah. if I do come back? Yeah, no, you just jokes. jokes. So what's lined up for the, uh, what's missed, lined up for the coming week? You missed, we missed you, Carl, no hurry. What's that? Yeah. Oh no. Well, the, the thing is, is I'm just scared that when I get to the uh, when I get to McCall Creek, Mississippi, I'm going to get thrown a set of keys and <laughs> head in that direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll wait and see. We'll wait and yeah, see. Yeah. We'll wait and see. But there you go, team. There's a bit of an update and everything. We'll get, we'll keep some pictures heading into Facebook. So keep watching there and uh, and keep looking at the magazine over the next few months. There'll mm-hmm. be some uh, ju- juicy little stories to have a read of. Yeah, Fantastic. Where you headed over Excellent. the next couple of days? Yeah, so right, where's, man, the, where's the last half of the trip take you? Last half of the trip, right? Okay. So uh, what is it now? It's um, sort of uh, Wednesday. Um, our time tomorrow is for the thing, so we're um, hanging around here getting ready for Brooks. Um, so Thursday, everything starts turning up to the Brooks show, so it's sort of Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday morning, it's uh, hop on the bird and uh, make our way down to uh, Dallas Fort with Texas where we'll meet the Tanners. And uh, so that's Sunday, and then sort of Monday morning, first thing, we hop around the corner to uh, the uh, Denton Peterbilt plant, go through that, do the tour, and then it's a six-hour drive that afternoon, evening, or whatever you want to call it. Back to uh, McCall Creek, um, Mississippi, which is about an hour south of Jackson, um, and uh, we'll stay there till uh, Friday morning. We uh, make our way back to San Francisco to get the big silver bird and uh, fly home with good old Air New Zealand. And um, so, yeah, sort of, uh, we'll be back uh, Sunday the third, I think it is. So Monday the fourth, it's back into it. So uh, a six-hour drive to to McCall Creek. So you're probably going to cover the distance of about. Auckland to bloody Christchurch and that six hours doing a hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. kilometers an hour or something. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's it's a fair old hike. It's um, it is. It's about Auckland to probably not Christchurch, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit. It is a bit of a haul. It's um, yeah. I'll have to. I'll uh, I'll work out the mileage and I'll let you guys know. But um, yeah, looking forward to that though. I just um, uh, buddy, having some uh, good time with uh, brother brother Tanners. Cool. And, um, yeah, yeah, go see what they've been up to down there and have a look at the shiny fleet of Peterbilt's there. Winging our way back yeah. across the Pacific towards God's own, I was in Australia, and the the uh, Stevenson's Transport Pro Star, yeah, it was all you guys, wasn't it? You were just exactly. you were just let loose to go feral. Yeah, kind of a, a, a story of our August issue. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, just, uh, oh, man, another, another one where sort of, you're dealing with um, family business, generations old, um, deep in the in the heart of rural um, Hawke's Bay, and um, with a history of, of international trucks, and it all sort of came together mm. for the perfect um, story to introduce the new model. That's it. That's exactly it. And I mean, you know, um, 
the history of the international uh, mark and in the in, you know in the family business there is it is significant. So seeing the um, you know the ninety eight seventies and now the R H going into the fleet is is pretty cool. It really is. And talking to Todd, they're um, they're very pleased with how they're performing and um, <laughs> that R H you know um, uh, certainly is in the right hands to get the right. Um, amount of productivity out of it as well with with Nunga. I mean, you know, great man, great guy. It was uh, a real treat sitting in the cab with him and, you know, just watching him do his job the way he does it, just cool, calm, collected and just getting through it and just keeping that thing working yeah, and it's, um, yeah. you know, yeah. just, just relaxed. It's a relaxed attitude. He makes it look easy, doesn't he? Oh, does he ever. It's just the the truck, I, I, don't, I don't think, it doesn't know what the meaning of sweat is. It never gets a sweater. It's never got the boot right up it. You know, no, it's like no, it's, no. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's that old thing of the drop side and people looking at a, a truck goes past, you know, and the, it's a drop side rural truck and uh, it's just another truck, blah, blah, blah. But anyone that's into trucking knows trucking particularly New Zealand trucking, is every time you, you know, the the skill set required to get the most out of a rural drop cider is just, it, it would go toe-to-toe with any trade, any, mm. you're a long way mm-hmm. up the qualification tree before you would have amassed yeah. the the breadth and, and depth of skill sets that a good drop cider driver can, uh, yeah. can actually deploy on any day. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's yeah. that's Nunga's bent. That's that's what he's into. He loves his drop siders. He's he's been yeah. on everything, but um, yeah, and and uh, when you see him work, it's exactly as Dave describes, really. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, I mean, he's the only guy I've ever seen, you know, sort of, um, you know, guiding the um, precision placement of the uh, aggregate into the bins. Yeah, you know, it's he's, yeah, you know, every <laughs> bucket full goes in there and it's placed. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't um, it doesn't hinder performance or uh, loading times or anything like that. It just means that the truck goes down the road well balanced and with the load sitting exactly where it needs to sit for the uh, best handling and um, you know. Um, uh, well, just wear and tear on the vehicle rather than just dumping it in there. It's you know it's beautifully placed, uh, and yeah, I mean it's just it's just those little it's just finesse. It's uh, yeah, yeah yeah. And did the family talk about the like at the time of the cyclone and because the yard got pretty pretty savagely hit? Mm, yeah, did it? What? Yeah, you still see it all over all over the Hawkes Bay as you drive through rural Hawkes Bay and yeah. washed yeah. away bridges. And I mean we we've seen we've seen. Um, Yes, Valley and that, but um, yeah, yeah, it's you still see it everywhere. And they, when we were there, they had only just got the the final sort of recovery, I guess you could say, in the yard. The their fuel bowsers were back up and operational. Yeah, and, the new, yeah, that's it. They had yeah. temporary ones there for that was, uh, yeah. But the um, um, yeah, they did. Uh, they just managed to get everything. Uh, a few trailers went swimming. They couldn't get those out, but all the yeah. all the trucks ended up getting out. Um, but um, talking to Todd, it was hair raising. You know, you you read it in the story. There's quite a bit of detail there on it um, as to exactly what happened. But um, the water was quite weird. He said there was places in the um, in the yard where it was actually bubbling up out of the ground. He said you've seen nothing like it. And mm. then suddenly, you know, the the uh, fence was giving way and the water and just. But it, there was this initial. It was like uh, you know coming up over the ground like the bubble and crude, um, you know. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, they were very fortunate, very very fortunate that they were. Well, it just happened that Bruce was there. 
they'd all left for the day because they'd already sort of said, right, we'll work from home on our cell phones. We've been told to stay home, blah, 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 shut everything up. And um, Bruce happened to just hang back. And um, he went out to the yard for whatever reason and he saw this, you know, phenomenon starting to happen. Mm-hmm. And he got on, the, went back into the office, and there was no one there. And he rang Todd. Todd had just got home. He says, "Where is everyone? What's going on? Where is everyone? The bloody yards gonna is flooding. It's flooding, you know, sort of thing." And he said, "Oh, you know." And Todd even sort of thought, "Oh, crikey, what's he going on about?" Sort of thing. And he's, oh, "I'm on my way." He came down and he, with his son, and uh, you know, drove around to where Bruce was, and they looked in the yard. Oh shit! Raced inside, grabbed the big, the big you know, buddy bunch of keys and everything like that, and. Um, so Todd started was bringing them units. up to the yeah he started moving them to the driveway and the son was taking them up onto the roadside and parking them up and coming back and getting the next one and they you know, did like a conveyor belt to get them all out and Nunga actually had the keys at home for the RH <laughs> the RH is actually like it's still here it's, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, up in a hurry scary and, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's really interesting because a really interesting side story to it that I wasn't I wasn't obviously there or involved with that one um, this time with with the Stevensons, and but as a a real interesting cameo story to what you've just talked about was someone who I know who ran into, and I'll I won't mention trucks or names or anything, but they ran into a Stevensons driver fueling up in the after the cyclone, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, you must have been you know clobbered pretty bad, you know." And, at the thing, and he said, and this was really cool. That guy said, "Yep, we were, but you saw." He said it was actually, well, there was nothing good about it. But he said, in the days following, you saw, you saw the family that stood that business up. You know, you see, he said mm-hmm. because when most people would look at it and go, "Holy shit, what are we going to do now?" You know, he said they mm. just. They just turned. They just, they just turned into commanders of the army. They just said, "Right, you do this. Yep. You do yep. that. Get that trailer in there. Get the wheels off that. You get some metal. You grade that. Mm. Push all that shit over to the corner." Mm. They were absolutely mm. focused on getting the mm. everything operating again and creating yep. normality for the staff as quick mm. as they could. Mm. And he said that had a huge impact yeah. on the staff to yep. to see something back to almost normal as quick as they yep. as quick as they yeah. did. So yeah, it's yep. real. Yep. That you know, um, multi generational family yep. standard business up yep. like what was in the genes yep. is still there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And taking it taking that just one step further, just quickly, um the uh, and this is where, you know, they need a pat on the back or a, and they won't they won't take the pat on the back. They'll just say, Hey, it's what you gotta do. But the way they supported the community around them as well, um, and the fact that they worked with um oh come on, um uh Ministry of um, you know, the old um they, they, there was there was movements that they needed to do for the local farmers because the farmers were under duress. They had no feed. They had no food. They, the, 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 the stock was suffering, and they needed to get it yeah. out of their um, ASAP. Yeah. You know, and so they worked with um, what is it MOE, isn't it, or whatever they call themselves, and they actually um, brokered the deals and got everything moving. They got everything out of there and, and shifted the stock and got the stock out that you know otherwise would have perished. Yeah, that's it, MPI, yep. that's who I was looking for, I couldn't, I was like, yeah, 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 MPI. So the reality is, is that, you know, they 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 just, like you say, they just saw what had to be done, and it's right, we've just got to get on and just get this done, and that's the thing. So, yeah, um, a, a tip of the hat to the team down there, they um, are very, very uh, um, 
yeah, a very, very uh, just, yeah, uh, like you say, a generational um, yep. uh, round of applause. Of goodness. Round of applause for the Stevensons down there. Well done. Yeah. And thank you for well having fun. us. Yeah, again. thanks for having us again. We, we turn up. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yep. Yes. Real enthusiastic no. truck people to the core. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else we got going on? August. August this year. Well, what else? Um, so you you were um, over around the time of the Brisbane Truck Show, got to see some special Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Uh, I got to see some uh, people from Mercedes-Benz special vehicles. Oh, we all yeah. did because the EE Connick was in the was it in, was in she, the show. Was the star yep. of the show, one of the stars of the show. Yep. This time, because I mean, it's going to be a massive truck of the future, and for and a really good indication of how they think that truck's going to be in terms of in terms of uh, impact, relevance, and importance. As they had the head of Mercedes Benz uh, Special Vehicles, Francesca Cusimano, out, and she talked to us about uh, yeah about the Special Vehicles division. It's a really interesting story because it basically it's Econic, Zetris, and mm. Unimog. And uh, they, it's a really uh, fascinating side of the side of the empire where amazing things are done with uh, the vehicles because a very customer centric side of the business. They use as many proprietary parts from the from the broader a what the a line business as they call it to to keep the cost under control. But they build some pretty pretty cool stuff. And of course, E Econic is going to be. A huge truck for them because you know it's got far more uses than just a municipal rubble tr- rubbish truck you know um and uh the low-hanging fruit and carbon reduction is in and around the areas of the major metropolises mm. so the quicker you can and they're ideally they're ideally mm. suited a real cool thing that did come out of it because i asked the question at the press conference uh is about the you know because you think about an ev truck you know, a, a, a municipal rubbish truck does everything with a battery that is, you know, is hard on batteries. You know, Vi- you know, violent takeoffs because the rubbish boys, you know, they don't, <laughs> they, you know, they get to the next, they, they get to the next bin, you know, and when they get to it, they stop, you know, and uh, and cold water running and uh, cold weather running, sorry, and you know, all of that sort of thing. And so, but yep. it was really oh, just interesting because she said that. That you know that they took them up to the Arctic Circle and put them through vicious stop-start testing, and the batteries behaved pretty much as they they showed no signs of any more deterioration than what they would normally. And she, yet, I mean, what uh, what does she say? She said something like, "It's always impossible to get an engineer to celebrate or say yes," and they were going yes and celebrating at the same time after the trial. So she said it was good news all round. So not saying that the battery won't be developed for to more, for more specificity in the task, but at the moment, it's it they, it's plug and play fine. Yeah. yeah, and of course the big news was uh, the arrival of a hydrogen combustion engine in the Unimog. Mm-hmm. It's on trial in America uh, because yeah. not all applications, not all applications suit uh, EV or fuel mm. cell, and uh, and there's all there's lots of things come into that. You know, nature of the environment that the truck's deployed in, packaging on the chassis. So Unimogs are normally very tight in packaging, so you can't afford to to um, have batteries everywhere and not be able to put your municipal mower on the side of it, um, or your spreader or your fire tender or your ambulance or whatever it is you want to put on it so yeah yeah so very much you know as we've all said heading down the path of the future there's no ubiquitous solution it's horses for courses and we're going to have to become a planet of multitasking transport engineers in order to provide everyone with what it is they need 
Mm. Yeah. Speaking and of what it is you need, Brooker Farms. Our top truck. Yeah. Yeah. What, yep. a, what a cool fa- dad! Dad never had a farm truck like that. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if many farm trucks are like this. Really, um, yeah. So our good mate Andrew Geddes headed down to meet uh, Shane and Andrew Brooker um, at uh, at their farm in in Canterbury. Um, they run all over the South Island, and they've just uh, taken delivery of a beautiful new DAF CF five thirty. Um, so yeah, that's our that's our poster truck this month, and um, yeah, just builds on a legacy of. Uh, of really neat gear, actually, that, that um, they've run down uh, there on the farm, uh, replaces a previous DAF CF. Um, before that, uh, they had a, a Foden and, and a couple of Fords. Um, yeah, so, so um, it's, just, it's not your typical farm truck, as you say. Eh? No, but I did send an issue out to the farm with a letter here, yeah. signed by me, saying, please explain <laughs> why we had a FGK glass house or whatever they were called, Morris. With suicide doors <laughs> and Brooker Farms have a 530 horsepower CF DAF Euro did, 6. Did you get a response? I just, he, well, <laughs> he's used to it. He just rolled his eyes. Yeah. And then uh, still on Top Truck, still talking Top Truck, of course, our um, Top Truck of the Year 2022-2023 yes. is, uh, is still rolling. That goes until yeah. the, the 10th of September. And remember, you can vote um, every day, um, once per truck per day. Um, the votes are uh, very interesting, to say the least, so far. Um, we've, we've been watching the numbers tick in, and as Dave said last month, all we do is watch. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I think there are, there are a couple of clear favourites this year, and, um, uh, yeah, out of, out of a really, really, really impressive pool, I think, from the last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yep, so if you haven't voted yet... Make sure you do that um, before yeah, the 10th of September as much as you can. It's a good kaleidoscope yeah. of makes and models and, and, um, and things yeah. too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. great when you're in situations like this and the staff sink themselves like a boat with a gaping hole in it because every time I've asked Gav, what's, what's happening with the voting? He goes, I don't know, I'm not looking. I haven't. And then he goes, we've been watching it really closely. I've been watching the numbers tick over. In other words, <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah no, noted, no. noted. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Next, next performance review. <laughs> May not go as well as he'd anticipated. Moving along swiftly. A <laughs> good mate, Paula oh. Callahan, the roving um, nomad of trucking. Global trucking has been over um, in the outback. So, uh, yeah, our Aussie Angles this month, he regales us with um, some stories of outback trucking, moving cattle and uh, dealing with washed away roads from, uh, from re- recent flooding, as we know. Um, and uh, I he's suppose just amazing, Paul. Oh, oh, yeah, hate him. <laughs> and and he's a nice bloke. In fact, he's one of the nicest blokes you'd ever meet. And he's driven trucks all over the world and done everything. Speaks yeah. five speaks five languages, people. Yeah, <laughs> just Jeepers. yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing that PAC. Yeah, and the, but I just hate it when they're nice with it. We'll have to get him on a podcast with <laughs> us one day. Oh, and he's offered to do. Yeah, this. Mm. He's, yeah. He said, oh, "I'll do your podcast with you, Dave." <laughs> oh, yeah. Fiddly dee potatoes. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, you'd probably be good at it as well. Yeah, and then finally to bring our our conversation full circle, um, this month with the August issue, we introduce, um, or reintroduce, shall we say, after a very long absence, um, American trucking-specific content with uh, our new sort of uh, American section, our American pages, American Connection. How many times can you say American in one sentence? Um, 
So yeah, Rod Simmons, a lot, uh, I suppose a lot of our listeners might know the name. Um, he was over for the Reno Truck Show earlier this year. And um, yeah, we've got four pages of beautiful photos on that. And uh, no pressure, Carl, but um, you're going oh, to you're gonna have yeah. to come back with some good content. You're going to have some to come back with some good content. Yeah. 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 No, I think fair to say, wouldn't it be uh, probably um, get back and sort out a, uh, a gallery of um, images from Brooks? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but, well, Brooks. Because if, we have, if you, don't, we have, if you come have, back and don't do a Brooks article, then yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. It's um, but we we have the um, we have the master photographer here to um, you know, to make sure that we do come back with the correct images. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't we just? Yes. We, uh, yes. We've been. Yeah. I've been. We've been. Uh, yeah, I'll be looking yeah, at that so byline pretty closely, Kirk. Mick, don't you make sure. <laughs> No, no, there'll be photos and images by Sir Michael Beasley. <laughs> Can I just tell my favourite yeah. Paula Callahan story before we move on? Please do. Uh, oh, is it, it the one I think it is? The Spanish is, is restaurant. Is, oh no, no, no! I haven't heard this one. Okay, I, I just love the um, I just love the outback road train changing tire. Uh, sorry, changing direction. Um, uh, story oh as well. yeah, no, 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 no. This is 2017 Brisbane Truck Show. This is this is how you sum up Paul O'Callaghan, <laughs> captain, captain, do anything, just driven trucks all over the world, can drive either side of the road, can tow whatever. Loveliest guy in the world with it. Just he's oh god, drives me mad. And anyway, so we're at a Brisbane Truck Show 2017. We go to a Spanish restaurant to have tea together, right? And it's a proper Spanish restaurant with Spanish people, right? <laughs> and the waitress yeah. comes up and she's proper Spanish. You know, yep. and yep. Uh, and 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 uh, she looks at me and asks what I want to order, and and I'm like, Elio Paella O, Saucio Tomatio, and she rolls her eyes, and yeah, and then she looked, and I was, I was a bit red faced. I thought that didn't go very well. She turned to her Callahan and go, looks at him, and she goes, and he went. And I'm like, look at him, and she goes, oh, and she writes it all down. <laughs> and I, and she goes away, and I'm like, you absolute bastard. I say, how many languages do you talk? Oh, about five, Dave, about five. And I'm like, oh, God. And then she brought the meals out. She put his in front of him, put a napkin on his lap, polished his knife and fork, then looked over at me, spat in my piala, and <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. gold. Oh, anyway. That's gold. <laughs> yeah. right, right, where yes. are we going from here? Shall we save next month to talk about the election and all, all the good oh. things about the election? Oh, elections. Crikey. How's it all going over there? I mean, I haven't heard anything for about a week and a half. Do I want to know? Yeah, oh. I haven't missed much. Oh, you haven't missed. No, you haven't missed. No, no. No, nah, Chris is, what, they, Chris they is at full. Chris is at full throttle. He's roaring around saying whatever it's going to take to get votes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, was, that was becoming evident when I left. You could <laughs> tell that it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he even kissed the baby, didn't he? Oh, who would know? Who would know? But yeah. yeah, it's a crazy time. I mean, as long as we're going to have, as long as we're going to have, run the country based on social media and popularity, then we're just going to end up. You know, we're just going to end up on the on the one way track that we're on, really. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if we we don't really want to get into politics and things oh, like that. No, but I can tell no, you what, no. We've, it's been we've, a nice, no, nice it's just ruined the podcast, Dave. Jeez, oh, Dave. We'll have to start all over again. Oh, we'll have to start all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so my name's Gavin Myers. Any complaints about what I've just said? Call, call Gavin Myers at New Zealand Trucking Media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Fantastic. Very oh, good, Captain well, K. It's been fantastic to catch up with you. That was a. Uh, yeah. Oh, hang on. One uh, yes. one more thing before we go. My my copy of uh, of uh, Truck and Life arrived in the. In the oh, mail. Oh, really? Yes. What a yeah, job yeah. they've done and with I think, that. I think we will leave it until next month because it's a quarterly, so like it's not like we're pushed. Yes. Until have you have you until you've had a look at it, Captain K, because you've got an eye for stuff yep. that like you've got you've got eight eyes every time oh. you look at one picture. And um, we'll have a well. next month. We'll talk about we've we've t- we'll talk about truck and life reborn, reborn. Yep. And we might well, even see we might even see if we can get one of the. One of the three musketeers the on the phone bags. while we're doing the podcast. Yeah, one of the rap yeah. All I can say on that note is if the rest of the magazine has been as well thought out, planned and executed as the front cover was, my Lord, they've been on the right track. They have got it sorted because that front cover that they sent us a sneak peek of when they were putting it together was like that is exactly the truck and life we all remember. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 that's yeah. exactly right. I, I look forward to seeing that when we get That'll back. be a good podcast. Yes. Excellent. Yes. That may not be till Muzz's home, will it? Because we can't, because mm. Muzz's, oh, we'll see uh, what we we'll can see do. We'll see what we'll do. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's, no, he reckons he's still there. Yeah, so no, good to hear from you, Captain K. Good to hear that you're healthy yeah, and happy. Yeah, Say good day yeah, to Mr. Beasley, the legend, the legend, the legend, the man, the myth. Keep your, what do you say over there? Keep your tyres on the turf and a beer in the air and a smoky off your semi. Keep a smoky off your semi, whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why is your semi smoking? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, okay. Righto, we're out of here. All complaints to get to Gavin Myers, New Zealand Trucking Media. (laughs) 10-4 rubber duck. Okay. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Moot with Dave McCoy, Gavin Myers, and Carl Kirkbeck. Any thoughts? Just get a hold of Carl at nztrucking.co.nz.